Hello, everybody. Uh, it's Derek. I, I don't know. I almost forgot my name. So we are done with the PT&D section of this particular podcast, and now we're moving on to life skills. Now, it's been a, a hot minute since I've done life skills, so just bear with me as I get through this, um, but it's going to be fun. I, I, I like the life skills curriculum after looking through it again. You know, um, first one, self-esteem, decision-making. Uh, we have done, you know, the smoking information on it. Advertising, dealing with stress, communication, social skills, and assertiveness. So some of these we're definitely going to make two-parters just because I feel like there's a lot to talk about when it comes to communication skills. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to decision-making you know, we can definitely dive into those a little bit more. But today is self-esteem. So self-esteem, you know, is... The, I've been struggling on how to put this into words. Um, but it's, it's your self-worth. It's your self-worth. That's, that's your self-esteem. A lot of times when we have low self-esteem, you know, we're... We're down on ourselves. We don't think very highly of ourselves. But when we have high self-esteem, we think um, very highly of ourselves. Now, a lot of times people, I think, view having good self-esteem and viewing yourself as a, a, you know, a positive individual that, that loves to do stuff. I mean, I know they're kind of rambling in that sense, but... A, a, a person, like you view yourself as a, a good person, positive person, you hype your own self up. People kind of think that's cocky, um, but it's not being cocky. I think you're just, ha- you have such a high self-esteem and you think such, high, like, you think highly of yourself to a certain extent. I mean, there is that point where I think you cross over into like cockiness of like, you know, I'm so great and da 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 But I think that point of like, hey, I'm really good at this sport. Um, I have, you know, these type of things. So one of the ways to use, um, to increase your self-esteem that I wanted to talk about that I, I looked up just recently was use positive affirmations correctly. So, you know, positive affirmations such as, you know, I'm going to be a great success. They're extremely popular, but they have a, a critical problem. You know, they tend to make people with low self-worth feel worse about themselves so you would think like i'm going to be a great success but people who have low self-worth feel worse about themselves that's because when our self-esteem is low and we make those types of statements they're simply they're almost a contradiction to our existing beliefs so if I don't think, you know, I look at myself and I don't think I'm going to be a good success, you know, but a lot of times you hear it a lot from um, helping or like the, I don't know what to call them, the, self, the self-help books in a sense. You, you read them and they always tell you like, I'm going to be, I'm going to do this, I'm going to have great success. And I hear a lot of times for people who are, you know, they're positive. They're like, you know, you need to make definitive statements. But what happens when it's contrary to my belief? 
you know, because I like positive affirmations do work, but for one particular set of people, those whose self-esteem is already high. So how do if it, if it's low, how do they work? You know. So it's all about what you say. So like for example, if I say I'm going to be a great success and I have low self-esteem, I'm going to be. Well, when does that happen? There's a there's a variable in there. I'm going to be, but when? When is that going to happen? So instead rephrasing that, and I know this probably makes a lot of people angry because they're not angry, but they'll disagree with me and say no has to be, you know, that, but I encourage you, just listen. If I say I'm going to be a great success, that variable of going, when? You know, when is it going to happen? Instead, I, I choose to kind of be like, I'm going to persevere until I succeed. And I know you're going to sit there and say like, well, going and going, they're both in there. Yeah, but listen to what I'm saying. I'm going to be a great success. First of all, I'm going is, is a variable and success is, is a mindset. Success can be anything. When I look at it and say I'm going to persevere, obviously there's challenges in my life right now. I'm going to persevere through those until I succeed. And succeed is whatever I put into my thing, you know, put into my mindset of what will succeed while I'll overcome these things. It's... It's very tricky to use affirmations because I think a lot of people are like, I'm going to be, I'm going to do, you know, but I think when people have low self-esteem and they're like, I'm going to be a great success, we often don't even believe it. But instead, if we kind of say like, you know, I'm going to persevere until I succeed, I'm going to persevere until I succeed, it gives you kind of that motivation of, I can do this. I can persevere. Not I'm going to be a great success, but I'm going to persevere until I reach my form of success, not what other kind of people are saying. So the second part, um, identify your competencies and develop them and develop them. So like self-esteem is built by demonstrating real ability and achievement in areas of our lives that, that really like they truly matter to us. So like if we pride ourselves on being a good cook, you know, throw more dinner parties in a sense. Like, for example, if I think I'm a good runner and I can run long distances and everything like that, and I'm going to pump my tires here a little bit and kind of throw in a little marathon thing, you know. But anyways, when, if I say I'm a good runner then I should probably sign up for races. You know, that's identifying our competencies and developing them. If I, if I just think I'm a good cook, I should probably throw more dinner parties and show people, hey, I'm a good cook. And I know there's that constructive criticism of like people are probably like, you're not a good runner, you're not a good cook. But it doesn't matter what they're thinking. It matters what I think. Like I said, to a certain point, because then you kind of get into the realm of cockiness in a sense. So signing up for races, it, it, figure out your core competencies and find opportunities and careers to really get them going. Because if you say you're good at something, then go do it. It's like, for example, I think I'm really good at technology. Okay, like, and, and like working with computers, setting them up, getting the, the software updated, 
working with Wi-Fi. I mean, the prime example is like I have a mesh Wi-Fi system throughout my whole house. So that means if I go where the router is in one room, obviously I have Wi-Fi in there. But if I go all the way to the front of my house and sit on the sidewalk or sit in my driveway at the very front of it, I still have Wi-Fi because I set up a mesh system throughout my whole house. So if I think I'm good at technology, I'm going to go use and implement those skills to make my house better, my, my family's house better, my work families you know, better in a sense. Find those opportunities and possibly careers, you know, like... There's there's a thousand different things out there that they can keep going. But the third thing, and I think this one's crucial because especially in today's society, we don't do this. Learn to accept compliments. Okay, learn to accept them. Self-esteem. One of the trickiest aspects of like improving our self-esteem is that when we feel bad about ourselves, we, we kind of tend to be more restraint to compliments. Okay, so a lot of times people pay you compliments of like, hey, going back to the good cook thing. You know, you made, let's say, um, let's say you made crab ragoons. If you never had crab ragoons, go try them. They're the, they're the bomb. Let's say you made crab ragoons. Okay. You take those crab ragoons to a party. Someone tries them and says... This is the best crab ragoon I've ever had. Who made these? Okay. They search, they search you out. They find you. Okay. They find you and they pay you a compliment and say, these crab ragoons are the best. Like you're a good cook. These are great. A lot of times we sit there and be, you know, we're like, we, we don't know how to take that. Because like even though, you know, we, we kind of sit there and be like, Either we, we get to that cocky point and be like, yeah, I know I'm a good cook. Or we're like, no, no, I'm not a good cook. I'm not a good cook. I, you know, it's just a fluke type of thing. No. Two words you could say, two things, not two words, but two phrases you can say, thank you, or how kind of you to say that. Because in time, the impulse, like, to deny... Um, or like kind of rebuff in a sense our compliments, it'll fade. Which will be like a nice indication of, you know, our self-esteem is getting better in a sense. So a lot of times we use like a, like our reflexes I think are naturally to like not take compliments. Sometimes I feel, you know, if someone tells me, hey, you know, you're good at, you're good at your job, it'll be like, no, I'm not good at my job. You know, I just, I just do what I do. Instead, just being like, thank you, man. I appreciate that. In turn, that helps, you know, when I say thank you or how that's kind of you to say. It builds my self-esteem and builds me up so that I feel good and that I can continue going and pushing on. So we got two more. Four, eliminate self-criticism and introduce self-compassion. So when our self-esteem is low, we're likely to really just keep damaging it further by being self-critical. So like since our you know since our goal is to enhance our self-esteem, we need to substitute self-criticism which is pretty much useless. You know, even though it feels like I guess compelling in a sense, 
We need to replace it with self-compassion. You know, and specifically when you're self-critical, like, you know, you're, I'll say it like this, like my brother always like tells me this stuff, like your inner monologue kicks in, you know, um, we, we, we tend to like ask ourselves, like, what would you say to a dear friend if you were in your situation? So like, we tend to be much more compassionate to friends than we are to ourselves. And I know a lot of people will probably disagree with that, but it's true. If you think about it, like our inner monologue, we are so self-critical. And I think self-destructive and self-critical of like, I can be better. I can do better. Greatness, greatness. I hear that word all the time. Like greatness, 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 greatness. Success. First of all, those, are, those two things are what you think. They're not what anyone else thinks because, you know, greatness to me is... Shoot, just being able to like make it day by day and be able to do that, that's great. That's greatness. If I can continue doing that, I think I'm on the right track. Success is just me being able to own, you know, a home, have a car, have a good, fresh, green lawn. That's success. But in a sense, we tend to look at that and become, you know, self critical. And go, well, if I don't have those things, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not successful. I'm not anything. And so we need to stop damaging our self-esteem with critical thoughts and help build them up instead. Because, you know, we, like I said, we tend to be much more compassionate to friends. And we're like, oh, you know, friends, we, we try to pick them up, put, you know, and stuff like that. Instead, when we're down, we tend to drive ourselves down even further because it's like, you know, this is what we're thinking. So last but not least, affirm your real worth. Okay, affirm your worth in a sense. So make a list of qualities. So write them down, type them up, whatever you want to do on your phone, computer, paper. Write a list of qualities that you find meaningful. Okay, so like for example, if... You got rejected, and this may be a little bit like, let's say you got rejected for a date, okay? List qualities that make, that make you a good relationship prospect, you know? Like, for example, if you're loyal, emotionally available, I know that's a little bit off, but let's say, um, let's say a good job. Let's say a good job. Let's go with that. Let's go with a good job, okay? List of qualities for a good job. Now there's no perfect job. There's never going to be a perfect job. But I think that some jobs probably have a lot more going for it than some. Like I would I would much rather be doing what I'm currently doing than working so many hours in the oil field, but that's just me personally. So let's write down, you know, when you go in your you're finding your worth and stuff like that. Like list the qualities of a good worker that you are. You know, for example, maybe you're loyal. Maybe you're, um, you know, you persevere a lot through things. You have good work ethic. Like write those things down. 
and you're responsible, you know? Or if you fail to get a promotion, like let's say, you know, I'm, I'm in line for a promotion, promotion and I didn't get it. Well, one of the easiest things we always do is we beat ourselves up with that and go, I didn't get a promotion. I must not be a good worker. I must not be good. But in reality, write it down. I have good work ethic. I put in the time. I put in the effort. I do all these things. I didn't get it because someone was more qualified. So guess what? You, you know what you're worth. Okay. So then instead of, I think, complaining about it, let's get back to it and let's, one, work harder. Or two, you can always look for that specific position in another place. So pretty much the bottom line for this is self-esteem requires work. Right? It involves developing and maintaining pretty much like healthier emotional habits. But we have to do it correctly. And when we do that correctly, it, it's a great you know, emotional, psychological return on your investment. And ultimately, how I, how I talk about self-esteem, it's like investing in yourself. So like a prime example is when we get to like money, okay? You take 20 bucks and I put it with a person who's starting a business, okay? They start a business and they make profit. Well, I made a $20 contribution, okay? Now they're going to give me my $20 back on the profit that they made and some interest, Okay, it's a return on investment. Same exact thing. When we put and we take time to find out what we're really worth, build on our self-esteem, build healthy emotional habits, um, and developing those, because I guarantee it's probably not going to be perfect. You're constantly going to have to change things up, different situations. And we treat our psychological states with care. I can guarantee you that when we do those things, you'll see a return on investment. You'll be happier. You'll probably be doing a lot more things. You'll have a positive mindset. I mean, not 100% of the time, but most of the time. So that's all I got. I hope you guys learned a lot in self-esteem. I hope you guys enjoyed the music at the beginning and the end. So stay tuned. It's only 30 seconds long, but hey. Give you something to feel good about today and get in the mood. So thank you for listening. Um, I hope you guys turn into the next podcast and thank you.